Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Milwaukee in another must-win situation Friday in St. Louis, sending Chase Anderson to the mound. And it would be Steven Vogt to step up. He's up in the second inning with no score. There's two on and nobody out facing John Gant. And the pitch. Swinging and a fly ball to left. Shallow. Is it going to drop? It will. And the Brewers are going to get a run out of it. Nice piece of base running by Travis Shaw. He knew that ball was going to be shallow and along the left field line. And before Gritchick could finally run it down, easy play for Travis Shaw to score on that one. Stephen Boat gets his 18th RBI. The Brewers have the lead. Santana winds up at second base. Three hits in a row given up by John Gant. Here comes the 1-2 pitch. Vote drives on deep right field, backing up Piscotti at the track, jumps, gone! Steven Vogt with two strikes goes deep and the Brewers take a two nothing lead. Jeff talking about a jam job fastball or anything else. I mean it puts you strike three on the outside corner looking and the inning is over. Put you back on the DL and uh, for the rest of the winter for that matter. The pitch ground ball sharply hit died by Walker gets up goes to second for one on the first two a double play. You will not find a better double play turn than the one the Brewers just did. Eric Thames now swings and lines one to right field. This is going to be a base hit. And they're going to send the runner, and he's going to score on the throw all the way home. The Brewers stay alive in the NL wildcard race as they beat the Cardinals 5-3 on Friday. It's a great close to Chase Anderson's season. He throws seven innings of three hits and one run ball, walking one and striking out five. He closes the regular season with a 12-4 record and a 2.74 ERA. Milwaukee stays alive in the wild card picture as they close out the Cardinals 5-3 in St. Louis. And after the game, there's Brewer skipper Craig Council. I mean, he pitched a beautiful game in a, in a game when we needed uh, needed innings from our starter, and he delivered a beauty. What made him so good tonight? What did he have work? Um, well, I, th- I mean, I thought his I thought his curveball was really good tonight. Um, you know, he, he got a, a lot more ground balls than I think he he generally gets. Uh, there was I don't know how many ground balls. Sell and provide that for me, but um, he got you know it was a ton of ground balls, and so that was a little different for him. But I thought his, I thought his curveball was a was a really big pitch for him tonight. Has that been uh, you know if you had to say what was the biggest thing for him this season as he took a step forward, having that pitch as a a weapon? The yeah, I mean I think um, I mean I think 
I think certainly the curveball is the pitch that's probably taking the biggest step forward. Um, I, I think he's turned into a four-pitch pitcher, uh, which has, you know, which I which I still think puts the hitter never really in a good mode as far as you know sitting on something. Um, you know, I mean, I think the velocity's up a tick, which is always helpful. But um, the curveball is the pitch that's you know come come the farthest for sure. At what point he had to, he had retired eighteen and nineteen with DeYoung's home run, but just what that does to an opposing lineup in terms of shutting yeah. them down. Yeah, they just they, they I mean they didn't get any rallies going. Of certainly, um, you know, the, the play and then the play the Walker double play was a was a big was a huge play because that was in the sixth when you're you know probably probably getting tired a little bit and and just stop that inning and then it becomes two outs nobody on but um, you know it's never a time for them to to feel like they're in the game and get a chance uh, with the way he was doing it. Both this boat was kind of in the middle of all your offensive rallies. You know, you drove in three runs for a guy who's catching every day. He's yeah, I know he had a great day. Um, you know, he hit, one of his outs was really hard hit. He dinked one in there the first time, but um, it was a big day. Executed, executed in a bat. Um, you know, we, his ball wasn't the one we scored on, on the contact play. It's a nice base running, but um, we did. Um, Steven did a nice job tonight all around. Called a, called a very nice game as well. Does Chase's performance, given what was on the line tonight and how important, does that magnify it a little bit more when you come out and do it, when it means as much as it did tonight? Well, I think when you're at this point, you know, every every single performance that guys are putting out there are um, are magnified. Um, you know, JJ's performance to me is, is getting through that inning was, um, was, was a nice deal. Um, you know, a guy like Steven having a big night, um, Eric on base three times. So, look, every, you know, when you need these games, these performances, they come up big for sure. I'm sure you saw the uh, Dodgers didn't give you much help tonight. Saw that early in your game. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's uh, one night where we didn't get what we wanted. Um, you know, it looks like uh, Colorado will win tonight, but, um, you know, I think LA is certainly ca a team capable of winning two in a row. So, um, we're alive. We're alive um, with two days to go. So we'll take it and uh, we'll have fun playing tomorrow and, and know that it means something. Did you have a Corey Hot Craig uh, before you scored the four, you know, one up by four, or where is it just a thing of not going to mess around, get your clothes on and everything? Well, yeah, I mean, Corey, of course, Corey was ready to go when, to start the inning. Um, and if, frankly, if we scored another run, there's somebody else was going to pitch. But. Um, with at the top of their lineup up four, we just decided to go to Corey. Steven Vogt had a big night, driving in the first two runs for Milwaukee, and he talks about the latest big win for the Brewers. Yeah, obviously, uh, you said Chase right away. Um, that we don't win tonight without him. He was outstanding. You know, biggest game of the year, steps up, goes, you know, seven plus. Uh, really just threw the ball wherever he wanted tonight, kept him off balance, did a great job. Um, you know, and obviously, you always want to come through for your teammates in a big spot. So, uh, I was fortunate to get some good pitches to hit, put in some situations to with some runners in scoring position. So, uh, you know, credit the guys in front of me that got on base. Steven, I don't know how well you knew him being in different leagues before this year, but what has sort of rounded him out as a pitcher this year? In your chase, chase um, you know, obviously watch pace facing him last year. You know, it was all about the changeup. You know, um, and then this year, really his curveball has emerged as one of as 
you know, right up there with his changeup. I would say they're pretty even as far as his off-speed goes. So uh, him being able to put, put his fastball where he wants, you know, he's got he's pitching with his fastball at the top of the zone better. Um, you know, just talking with DJ, and uh, DJ was the one that really kind of told me that where um, he's really worked this year to be able to pitch with his four seam at the top of the zone, throw the curveball off of that, and then that's in, in a sense making his changeup a better pitch as well. So really, it's been the fastball command, and then added in with the command and uh, consistency of his curveball. This is not a great job of keeping the ball down to because a lot of ground balls. Yeah, I mean, your infield. Yeah, I mean, our great. infield is unbelievable. Like Orlando's, he's so much fun to watch. I, I just love watching him from catching, and then you know Travis and Neil as well made some really great plays. And um, you know we were just we were we were really good on all three sides tonight, and that's why we won. The fourth side you weren't good on, and that's the beating the Rockies. <laughs> Yeah, now you guys we, had to see I know we we on. can't control that. You know, obviously you, you're looking up, but um, you know, hey, win tomorrow. Take care of what we can take care of, and uh, let the chips fall where they do. Is, is that kind of hard to do? I mean, you, you guys do what you do, but knowing that part of it you have no control over, yeah, is I mean, it difficult? Absolutely. Of course it is. You know, obviously we need some luck right now. Uh, we need some luck, and we need the Dodgers to to take two. Uh, over the next couple days, so uh, you know we're going to come out, we're going to play hard, we're going to control what we can, and that's uh, trying to win tomorrow. Chase Anderson continued his strong second half, closing out his regular season with fine fashion. He finishes 12-4 and as he throws seven innings of one-run ball, giving up just three hits, and talks about his finale. We're going to sweep this series, and uh, Rockies need to lose too, but mathematically we're still in, still in it, so I uh, hope that that happens. Uh, I got Kershaw going tomorrow for the Dodgers, so... It'll be, a, it'll be a tough game for the Rockies to, to play. So, uh, you know, we're just going to play our game here one at a time, you know. Um, I think the biggest thing is we've had a great season so far, regardless of what happens. The guys in the clubhouse have done an amazing job coming to park every day. Um, the pieces that Dave and Matt and the guys have got for this team has just been uh, – it's been, it's been very impressive. You know, a lot of people didn't expect us to be in this position this early in this rebuilding process, and we're here. So, um, something to definitely build off of. We talked a little bit yesterday just about, you know, you've, you've taken the ball kind of each start here in September, each one kind of bigger than the last one you've done on short rest. Just how proud are you of what you've done personally? You know, I, I just think I pride myself on working hard, uh, getting better each year, trying to evolve in this game. and. Uh, you know, a lot of credit goes to Derek Johnson. Uh, he's helped me out tremendous. I don't think I'd be in this, in this position without him, so uh, a lot of credit to him. And I know he doesn't get enough notoriety, um, but you know, this year has been, uh, been a very good one for me personally, not just with the results, but just having four pitches to go out there every, every outing and uh, get hitters out. I think when you have that many weapons in your bag, you feel confident. So it's been, it's been an awesome year so far. One thing you did tonight is deliver some innings. Uh, it's no secret how much the pen's been used down the stretch. You got a bullpen game coming up. How good did that game? It always feels good when you pitch seven innings into the eighth inning. I mean, you, you, that's kind of a sense of a pride thing for a start pitcher. Because, you know, to give those guys a rest, um, and your team's in a good position to win the game. So, I always like going that far. It's a pride thing that you do it or It's do or die, basically. So the stakes were a little higher. Does it mean more to you to do it for those circumstances? It does. You know, I like. I think uh, my mentality since I've been a young kid is uh, I've always had to earn everything. Always back's always been against the wall, um, and that's kind of how I thrive. And pressure, more pressure, the better. I think. And uh, my dad always preached to me. You know, you work hard. Um, no matter what happens, you got a heart of a lion. You got there to do your thing, and you know, good things are gonna happen. Does your mind, do you allow your mind to go to Chase Field, Zach Rinke, former team, all that stuff on Wednesday? I think a little bit, yeah. I mean, that'd be awesome. I mean, uh, if we get in that position and play those guys, and it's going to be a dogfight, 
I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we got to win these next two games, though. Saturday, it's another must-win game for the Brewers as they send Junior Garrett to the mound against Luke Weaver of St. Louis. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.